Let's get started with our big, beautiful boy who does everything right, and they indicted him. A federal grand jury formally accused Donald Trump yesterday of conspiring to overturn the 2020 election. Now, the four felony charges are conspiracy to defraud the United States, conspiracy to obstruct an official proceeding, obstruction of and attempt to obstruct an official proceeding, and conspiracy against rights. The indictment follows a sweeping investigation into the deadly January 6th riots and Trump's efforts to remain in power. Today, an indictment was unsealed, charging Donald J. Trump with conspiring to defraud the United States. In a historic indictment, special counsel Jack Smith charged former President Donald Trump for his alleged efforts to overturn the 2020 election and stoke a crisis. For his alleged efforts to do everything right. That's what his alleged efforts were. That's what happened. His alleged efforts to do everything right and then they indicted him. I'm just saying, would he be allowed to run for president from prison? There's only one charge and one charge only that could render him useless in the election cycle and that is if he's charged i believe with isn't it treason i think one of the charges in the january 6 uh actually does stop him from uh running for uh election but other than that he's clear he could be literally arrested for murder and he could still run for president from prison as a matter of fact, God, he's so good. He's so, he's so sexy. I love him. The 45-page indictment listed six unnamed and uncharged co-conspirators. Sources close to the investigation say the indictment suggests that lawyers Rudy Giuliani, John Eastman, Sidney Powell, as well as former Justice Department official Jeffrey Clark could be the potential co-conspirators though the special counsel has not confirmed the identities. The special counsel accuses Trump of orchestrating a plan to overturn the 2020 election results by organizing fake electors in seven targeted states in which he lost and pressured state officials, including Georgia Republican Secretary of State Brad Raffensperger. I just want to find... Uh, a perfect phone call. You're just describing a perfect phone call. What do you mean? He did everything right and they indicted him. 11,000... 780 votes. We're going to walk down. Dude, that's such a fucking dead to rights, funny ass. God, I love that. I love that phone call. It is a perfect phone call. Okay, it is so perfect because it's yet again Donald Trump doing things in the most Trumpian way possible. It is such a cartoonish way to operate, to just be like, I am doing something illegal. I have the knowledge that what I'm doing is something illegal. And I will say all of the right things, even if in other circumstances, it's something that you could possibly get away with. I am going to do this in this haphazard way. I'm going to do this in the stupidest way possible that will absolutely get me in trouble because I am fully aware that this is not something that I legally can do. It's like saying your full fucking name, date of birth, social security number, and, and not using a balaclava or a shiesty or anything like that while robbing a bank and then openly stating that you're robbing a fucking bank. You know what I mean? I, Hassan Piker, am using a gun to rob this bank. Derek Evans is in the Capitol! It's so odd. Like, dude, he didn't even... Okay, that's Gold Gregory. That's a great point. He didn't even ballpark it. He didn't even say like, ah, oh, I need like around 12,000 votes. Like even there, there's an out there. You know, you could just say like, he didn't even fucking ballpark it. He just said the exact number, which makes it so much worse. God, I love that. I just, I love him so much for being so specific and such a 
buffoon, okay? It's awesome. There's more on the five-part plan to overturn the election, which was fucking incredible, by the way. And this is all from, like, actual unsealed documents, some of which we knew about already, some of which we have exact detailed information on now. Trump's third indictment alleges a five-part plot to overturn the election. One, knowingly making false claims of election fraud to get state legislators and election officials to subvert the legitimate results. Two, organizing a fraudulent slate of electors in seven targeted slates. Three, using the DOJ's power to conduct sham election crime investigations. Four, trying to get former VP Mike Pence to fraudulently alter the election results, to which he responded with, no, Mr. President, I do not think I have the capacity to do that. And number five, this is the best one, exploiting January 6th violence to get members of Congress to delay certification. And then if his plan came to fruition, which by the way, there was no indication that it would ever work. But if his plan were to come to fruition, he said that he would just use, he would just use the military. He just straight up use the fucking military to wash any kind of protest against him. It's awesome. I also am kind of hungry, so I'm going to look for things to eat. At this point, I have zero doubts in my mind that we will have Donald Trump straight up just openly be like, I knew the election was a lie, but I kept lying. I kept lying to them folks. Believe me, I lied. I lied so good. I was knowingly and willingly lying. I know the election was lost. I don't care. What are they going to do? Arrest me? Oh, come here. I'm in a gamer cafe. Of course, I got to get chicken tendies chat. You already know what it is. All right. Let's get back to the uh, unprecedented third indictment for Donald Trump. Meanwhile, the former president posted a barrage of videos last night calling the indictment a criminalization of free speech and another political war crime. It's pretty funny to claim this when, in fact, this is absolutely a reasonable boundary on free speech. Free speech doesn't mean that you can say whatever you want. It's like getting upset that someone yelled fire in a crowded movie theater and being like, well, that's crazy. It's like someone getting arrested on, on the suspicion that they're going to do a school shooting because they said they're going to do a school shooting. Like, yes, of course. In the United States of America, we have a much more lax approach to whatever you can say, both online and in the privacy of your home, whatever the fuck. Free speech also doesn't mean you are free of the consequences of said speech. The only smoking gun in this, and I believe in my heart of heart it exists, is just Trump dead to rights being like, <laughs> I knew it was fraudulent. There is no fraud. I lied. What can they do about it? I lied. What are they going to do? Throw me in jail? I wanted to do a riot. <laughs> it would be so sick. I mean, I think they already have dead to rights uh, a lot of information to get him clapped up, but it would be so awesome because I know, given what I know about Donald Trump, and I am the number one Trump historian in the country, number one stand for Donald Trump in the country, in the nation, I know in my heart of hearts it's out there. He has said it, and it was probably recorded. If we're going to have a, a situation where the Department of Justice is going to fact check politicians and indict politicians for political speech and whether or not they're factually accurate, then this country will shut down politically because it's a never-ending cycle of tit-for-tat. And that's the risk of injecting politics into the criminal justice system. So right now, people disagree with President Trump. What's going to happen four years from now if somebody disagrees with President Biden in terms of what he said during the election? Great. First of all, that'd be fire. Lock him up. But secondly, I love that this guy is just straight up being like, no, you can lie to try to deliberately incite a riot and also change the outcome of an election. Like, you should be able to do that. <laughs>
Like, why is that illegal? Like, that that's the argument here, which is crazy. I need you to understand. He's doing lawyer speak, but, like, ultimately, what his argument is, like, well, it shouldn't be illegal. Like, you should be able to absolutely just willingly and knowingly lie about the outcome of an election when everyone around you has told you that you're incorrect. People in your cabinet, people around you have told you that you're incorrect and you're desperately seeking out lawyers that will tell you that you're actually right, like some sycophants. And then you you move on and you try to stop normal processes from occurring with this half-assed, like, cooked up plan, knowing full well that it will cause riots all around the nation with the idea that you're going to utilize the military to squash said riots and also conspire to, to set up false electors too. That's why we don't criminalize political speech. Political speech under the First Amendment has, has an almost absolute protection. Nobody gets to judge whether it's true or not, except the American people. Except a president has lied under oath, like perjured himself under oath. Bill Clinton, Nixon as well, but Bill Clinton too. You can't just like get away with it. You can't be like, oh, it's First Amendment. But Trump is not being indicted for lying here. He is being indicted for using unlawful means of discounting legitimate votes and trying to subvert the election results. Well, what's the unlawful means? There, there was an effort to get alternate electors that he was trying to, to which overturn is, which is a protocol yes, fake that, who were that, not was, that was used in 1960 by John Kennedy and it was a protocol that was constitutionally accepted so there's nothing wrong about that in fact in the indictment itself it doesn't allege that there was anything wrong and the final ask that Mr. Trump made to Vice President Pence was simply pause the voting there's nothing inherently unconstitutional or illegal about that in fact he had an, an opinion that's so awesome. No, you can just simply ask, dude. John Eastman, who made the final ask, literally proposed it to Pence as a violation of the law. His words. At 11.44 p.m., co-conspirator to emailed the vice president's counsel, advocating that the vice president violate the law and seek further delay of the certification. Co-conspirator 2 wrote, I implore you to consider one more relatively minor violation of the ECA and adjourn for 10 days to allow the legislatures to finish their investigations as well as to allow a full forensic audit of the massive amount of illegal activity that has occurred here. Just a minor violation. John, you gotta let me finish my point here. Go I'm ahead. letting you finish your point. Absolutely, he, Your Go client ahead. is on tape with the former with the Secretary of State from the state of Georgia asking him to find him one more vote than he would need to win the state. That's not asking for a pause. He's he, asking for votes that he did not get in that election. He was asking for the Secretary of State to identify votes that were not counted properly and factored. That's the hardest one to defend. I gotta give it. I gotta hand it to him, bro. Respect. You, you gotta be a real fucking shark to just openly state things like that on national television. Like, he's out of his freaking mind dude i mean come on brother he didn't even ballpark it that's the worst part in my opinion if he ballparked it even then it's like indefensible but at least there's a tiny sliver of like bad faith cynical defenses you can apply he just straight up said the exact number plus one like that's insane that makes it worse in my opinion yeah he was gonna use the military i talked about this earlier he just straight up said well deputy white house counsel that's why there is an insurrection act the deputy white house counsel reiterated the co-conspirator for that there had not been outcome determinative fraud in the election that if the defendant remained in office nonetheless there would be riots in every major city in the united states to which co-conspirator four responded well, Deputy White House Counsel, that's why there's an Insurrection Act. <sighs> God, it's so good. It's so good. American politics is so good all the time, always. Just...
fucking incredible, dude. John, if you believe that you have a good defense here for your client, do you believe- Yo, he's dripped up, dude. Wait, Office. hold up. God damn. Look at my lawyer. Oh, you guys can't see because I'm covering it. Dude, my lawyer is jiggling, dude. Look at my lawyer, brother. He's too hot. He's too dripped. He's too fucking dripped out the wazoo uh, to be an adequate lawyer. I'm saying it. I'm calling it. Can't have a guy like this. He should be a YouTube lawyer. You know what I mean? That's what he should be doing. He should be doing YouTube law like Legal Eagle. Except Legal Eagle is way hotter than he is. Clear on that throughout. I was clear with President Trump throughout all the way up to the morning uh, of January 6th. But let, let's, let's be clear on this point. It wasn't just that they asked for a pause. Uh, the president uh, specifically asked me and his gaggle of, uh, of crackpot lawyers asked me to literally reject votes, to, which would have resulted in, uh, in the issue being turned over to the House of Representatives and literally chaos would have ensued. So, Oh, no, dude. Yo, yo. Fake friends, dude. Fake fucking friends, dude. Yo, gonna really change the game. Everybody's out here snitching. Oh my God. I saw a tweet that was like, yo, Mike Pence might be a magician the way my dogs turn into snakes. Fuck. That's right, dude. That's fucked up, dude. Yo, no wonder they were trying to kill this man. You think you know someone, am I right? Yeah, what the fuck? <laughs> Martha, I just, uh, people, people can read the indictment. And frankly, I, I, I've said before, I, I had hoped it had not come to this point. You know, I, I don't know if the government can meet the standard, the burden of proof beyond reasonable doubt uh, for criminal charges, but the American people deserve to know. I love that he's like, they won't meet the standard, but here I am telling you why it is criminal technically. That's awesome. Uh, that President Trump uh, and his advisors uh, didn't just ask me to pause, they asked me to reject votes, return votes, essentially to overturn the election. Uh, and to keep faith with the oath that I made to the American people and to Almighty God, uh, I rejected that out of hand and I did my duty that day. Almighty God. And then he told absolutely nobody about any of this until now? No, I think he did. He wrote it in his book, remember? Pretty sure he did. Everyone's been celebrating him as a hero on the liberal side a little bit. Like, they've been glazing him up. The sheriff of Fulton County, Georgia, says if Donald Trump were to be indicted in connection with efforts to overturn the 2020 election in the state, he would not receive special treatment and would be booked and photographed like any other defendant. Oh my God, if they perp walk him and, uh, and photograph him, I'm going to lose my mind. I'm going to lose it. I'm going to fucking lose it. It's going to be so good. Oh, dude. Oh, that's so sick. Nothing can come of this. Indictments in the form of real punishments. Do you think anything will come of this one? I mean, I think he's got a bunch of... Uh, his situation keeps getting worse and worse. Like, the first one, the Manhattan District Attorney one was like, that was a bit of a stretch, right? Like, he was still in a very Trumpian fashion. It took something that... Uh, originally would be considered maybe not illegal, but like not cool to do that you would pay a fine for and, and did it in a way so openly and so flagrantly that you could technically consider it criminal. Then the second indictment from the Jack Smith prosecution came down and it was like, oh, it's open and shut. But you could say technically that uh, mishandling classified documents isn't the worst crime of all time, even though it is an open and shut uh, indictment that was 
airtight. You know what I mean? And then this last one came down where you got false electors and you have conspiracies to defraud the American people, trying to uh, incite a riot, trying to incite an insurrection, and like actively actively working uh, and, and even calling up the, the Rathlisberger, not Pittsburgh's very own uh, local celebrity, and then uh, stating, stating that you want the exact number of electors. I mean, it's just ridiculous. I think that maybe one thing to consider is that straight up intimidated federal state prosecutors judges their families. I'd like to think that they won't let that slide regardless of their parties. I mean, I think that more importantly than anything else, like it's not a, a duty to protect one another. It's not a duty to protect like uh, the justice system or elections or anything like that. I think it's more so that uh, Trump is seen as a liability by the Republican Party for stuff like this. If he just kept it to doing incredible things for the Republican donor class, which he did, and just kept it at that, he would not be considered as big as a liability and the Republican Party's infrastructure would be willing to defend him as they did throughout his uh, tenure. You know what I mean? Uh, here's Trump's campaign courtroom calendar, which I think is pretty funny. It's like a release. Uh, it's a release schedule. Uh, Thursday, the January 6th DC court appearance is going to happen. August 23rd, 2023 is the first GOP debate. October 2nd, 2023, Trump organization civil suit. January 15th is the Iowa caucuses, but it also happens to be the E. Jean Carroll civil defamation suit, which by the way, need not happen, but it did because the first suit came down and Trump was found, I guess, technically Trump was liable in the original defamation suit to which he responded by defaming E. Jean Carroll in the same exact manner on CNN. Just remember, they, they literally, like, they're like, oh yeah, you can't do this. This is, you have to pay E. Jean Carroll money now. And then he turned around and said the exact same thing. A multiple million dollar blunder at this point for Trump. Then there is the pyramid scheme class action lawsuit on January 29, 2024. On March 5, uh, it is Super Tuesday. March 25th is the New York State criminal hush money suit, which is the Manhattan DA. Then on May 20th, 2024 is the classified docs trial that starts. And July 15th, 2024 is the RNC, the Republican National Convention. And November 5th, 2024 is the election day. Now, of course, there's going to be a lot more in between if, uh, you know, some of these things end up uh, being troublesome for him. Well, not the civil suits necessarily, but he will arrange a deal with the Justice Department where he stops running for president and he goes free. I feel like that would be the shittiest outcome. Uh, that would not be great. I do not want that. There is also a statewide RICO charge that is up right now. An investigation that's being conducted in that basically uh, dovetails into the famous phone call so there's that as well oh here's donald trump's uh retaliation this is nothing more than the latest corrupt chapter in the continued pathetic attempt by the biden crime family and their weaponized doj to interfere with the 2024 presidential election in which president trump is the undisputed frontrunner and leading by substantial margins but why did they wait two and a half years to bring these fake charges right in the middle of president trump's winning campaign of 2024 why was it announced the day after the big crooked Joe Biden scandal broke out from the halls of Congress? What was the scandal? What is the fucking big scandal? That Hunter Biden, it, like, uh, committed tax fraud, tax evasion, and, like, got a gun uh, and, and claimed that he was not under the influence? 